You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on The John DePietro Show. J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, J.K.L., is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call J.K.L. Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying. J.K.L., they'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience, their reputation, Second to none, whether you're in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, call J.K.L. Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call my friends at J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. Let's be nice and comfortable in your home. J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Folks, it's John DePietro. Weekdays, we start at 11, we go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at DePietro.com. With me, he covers Rhode Island for the Boston Globe. His name is Dan McGowan. And Dan, uh, boy, Governor Armando, what a difference a couple of months have made. Governor Armando, right now, who would ever thought we'd be saying this, the most popular <laughs> Democrat governor in the country at 82% approval rating. Yeah, it's it's stunning, uh, John. I mean, you know, you think even even though we've seen this almost universally across the country, you know, you, you've seen governors continue to see their numbers rise. And and if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. Right. The governor's jobs, including this governor, is, you know, to get, you know deliver the facts every day and try to show some level of sort of compassion and look like you've got things under control. You know, when you have the ability, it shows you the strength of television is still very real. Oh, you know, yeah. when you when you have the ability to go on television every single day, like a lot of governors have done, including this one, um, you know, I think it 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 really uh, it really can make a difference. But even that, uh, for, for Governor Ramondo to go from you know hover, you know, struggling to get into the forties, right, mid thirties, uh, yes. just as recently as January to all the way to the flip side to become really the, the most popular governor, uh, Democratic governor, certainly in the country. Um, it, it really is a stunning turnaround. The thing that I'm really interested in now is, and you and I have talked about this a lot, is the, you know, what happens next? And I think that's going to dictate a lot of where she really stands. You know, it'll be interesting to see these polls, let's say in October, November, when, you know, potentially schools aren't reopened in the way we think and, and potentially, you know, we're not back to a, a, a full level of normal because I think we're already starting to see uh, not just starting, we're, we're already seeing 
you know, the pushback and a little bit of folks who are who are, um, you know, really ready for this economy to reopen. The longer it goes, um, I, I think, you know, you will start to see maybe those numbers come down a little bit. Even if they do, I mean, she's not running for reelection, but I think you start to see already the power she has. And I think a perfect example on, on display was Monday night where Narragansett, they, they didn't even take the vote. Right. And an underlying theme here was, you know, I don't want to go against this governor. And I think you've also seen Dan McGowan. The General Assembly is paralyzed. But right now, if you're a politician, you do not want to be on the opposite side of her. No, I, I think that's exactly right. I mean, you've seen this, what, only a handful of times right now. Um, uh, there was there was one of the police unions that were a little bit upset with the governor, and she was able to kind of like, you know, squash that a bit. The Narragansett thing, I mean, she all she had to say was, I think that would be irresponsible. And um, it it obviously ch- changed the way I think that council thought of things. Um, yes. it, it, it certainly, let's be honest, it shaped the way the media covered it. You know, the governor yes. saying this is irresponsible, um, you know, reckless. It was, yeah. it, it, you know, reckless. And, 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 and it, that was that changed the entire narrative for for, for down there. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think she she has the the uh, the golden ticket right now in many ways. She can she can kind of do and say what she wants and really shape the public narrative. Again, it goes back to that power of being you know, being on television every day and, and whatever comes out of her mouth, I mean, let's, it, it leads the six o'clock news and it, it leads the paper the next day. Um, and, and it's the only thing really anybody's consistently talking about. So she, she does, she has, she has a lot of control right now. Um, and, and heading into a tough budget, you know, over the next month or so, we should really start to learn what that's going to look like for the state. It'll be interesting to see you know, how does the House, uh, you know, how does House Speaker Nicholas Mattiello and the rest of the team kind of try to craft a budget here, but knowing that the governor has the ultimate sort of uh, uh, control because the governor, if the governor comes on television and says the House is acting recklessly, uh, we already know what that looks like well, from Narragansett, you know. That's right. You know what also, Dan McGowan, is, um, you know, people, she was the head of the National Democrat Governor Association from a personal standpoint professional standpoint she must feel good about this all her fellow governors now see her i mean look at that now she's the most popular democrat governor do you notice a difference in dealing with her staff uh do they reference it in some way do you notice just the way they respond to things that it maybe has an impact and also i mean a big thing out there is let's just say all right maybe she's not chosen to be the vice president for you know, a pick for VP uh, for Joe Biden is running for president. But at the very least, it certainly makes a good argument to have you in the discussion. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, by the way, in the way everything I've ever read about the way vice presidential you know, candidates are vetted is you always have your top tier uh, you know, folks, and, but but they do their due diligence, right? It would not be stunning to see the governor, and we, we might not even ever know about it, but to see the governor in some way vetted for it, right. you know, uh, I, I would be I would be surprised if she wasn't actually in, in many ways. Um, you know, I, I think that that she um, I, I think when when you asked about her staff, you know, the the number one thing, and this is very simple, is whenever she's down in the polls, whenever you know, uh, morning consult comes out with its quarterly yep. poll that says she's in the tank. Uh, you know, they immediately issue a statement. Basically, it's the same statement every quarter, which is, 
you know, we don't pay attention to polls. We, we respect the voters of Rhode Island, blah, 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 blah. Now, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're not too shy about sharing out when they, when they see a new poll that says the governor, uh, you know, is popular. That makes sense. Of course, that's what their job is. I think that they're all and the governor. And this comes right from the top. I think they all have a little bit of a swagger to them. Um, they, they feel like they're in control. They feel like they're getting, you know, good feedback. And so yep. they, they, they walk with a little bit more just of a, a swagger in their step. Um, whether that's fair or, or whether they should be doing that or not is a different question. But, th- I mean, you notice that you're in the room for the press conferences. Yeah. Th- they feel in control. Yes, very much. And, and her style is her style, and it's working for her. Folks, it's John DePietro. We're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, who Monday night ventured out to do some outdoor dining at a place that I will always think of as the Gatsby Lounge, because I grew up in Edgewood, and that's Patuxent Village. But it's O'Rourke's. It's wildly popular. And as Dan McGowan writes, in some ways, perfectly set up for this type of outdoor dining in the whole situation with the virus. Yeah, this was a fun one, John. You know, the, the, as soon as the governor said, hey, uh, you know, we're going to do outdoor dining, I, I immediately pitched to my editors a free way to get a meal and, yeah. and, and <laughs> said, uh, you know, let, let, let me uh, let me do this. And, you know, what we to be honest with you, we looked at it and we. We're looking just late last week at what places were opening and, and a lot of places weren't, quite frankly. You know, if you look on Federal Hill, a lot of people, uh, a lot of restaurants were waiting until later and later this week, today, tomorrow, Friday. Um, and, and so, you know, you started to look around and I thought, boy, uh, uh, you know, O'Rourke seems like a pretty good place. One, it's like, a, you know, it, it's kind of a, a place that you would ordinarily go and sit outside. It's not something yep. that you know, it's not, it's not the awkward situation of, you know, setting up a seat, you know, in the street or something like that. And so, uh, you know, we went there and, and I, I think what was, uh, what was fun about it was, you know, it, it, the, it felt very much, I felt safe. I felt like it was a, uh, you know, the, it was nice to be out and be able to have a drink and, and have a, you know, quick meal, um, kind of like normal. What was very different about it was, of course, the number one thing is everybody's kind of looking at each other. Nobody knows how to handle the mask situation. Um, and, and, and the reason being is that there isn't quite clear guidelines. What, what a waitress told me at the restaurant was, you know, we're treating it as you should wear your mask until you get served your drink and then you don't have to wear your mask anymore. Now, that's lovely, but doesn't necessarily make any sense. Um, you know, the difference between not having it on or not, or, 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 or putting it to the side. Uh, and I think people were a little, there were no signs that said that. And so I think people, every time somebody came in, we did this too. You look around, you, you kind of see what others are doing and everybody had either their mask, you know, around their neck or on their chairs. Um, but it was very clear that that was kind of the most awkward part. And then the other thing that's going to be uh, easier to get used to at a place where you're going to grab a burger and a beer, but less so at a place where you might, you know, enjoy a fine steak or something like that is, you know, we were getting plastic utensils, uh, you know, salt and pepper packets. Um, yep. uh, in fact, the, the a woman at the restaurant said to me, don't order the prime rib. Your, you know, your, your, oh. your uh, uh, knife will break. Um, and, I, you know, if that's going to be the case at, at some of the, the nicer, uh, you know, kind of dine-in establishments. I think that may be very strange because it it, it will not feel like you're actually getting that dining experience. I, I'll be really curious to see how the, you know, the capriccios of the world handle it. 
Oh, boy, if at all. Folks, he's Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Coming up, we are going to talk about the restaurants, also the new app that is out. Boy, gun stores are doing uh, tremendous business. That and a lot more right here on the John DePietro Show. This portion of the program brought to you by Bethel Certified Softwash. Let's make sure your house and property looks the best it can look. Right now, spring is the time. You can text Jared, free same-day text estimate, 401 617-2585 they have a great facebook page bethel certified soft wash let's get rid of that algae mildew that's outside in your home the side of your home on your pavement on your patio maybe it's on the basketball court bethel certified soft wash they have a great facebook page jared the before and after pictures are just incredible what your home could look like or your garage your property with bethel certified soft wash power wash now jared he came to our house folks it looks brand new get rid of you know it just happens you build up some of that algae and mildew and maybe sometimes you just have some dirt and grime bethel certified soft wash power wash especially now we're spending more time outside you want your house and property to look the best it can jared did a fantastic job my neighbors are saying my goodness juan look how beautiful your house look it looks so clean my kid said daddy it's like the house got a bath i said it did get a bath from bethel certified soft wash text jared free same day text estimate 401-617-2585 find them on facebook it's bethel certified soft wash it's going to make your property your home your deck your walkway any outdoor surface he can get rid of it as far as the algae mildew gets rid of it with a very safe solution it's bethel certified soft wash hi this is steve at water filter company you heard john speak about his now you can own your own 249 dollars drinking water system for just 199 dollars. that's 50 dollars off this ends may 29th 2020 Call Water Filter Company, say John's name, save 50 bucks, and you get all the safe, clean water you can ever need. I don't have enough time to discuss all the benefits here, but will when you call. Don't let this deal go by. Call Water Filter Company, 294-2400. Save 50 bucks. It all ends May 29th, 2020. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401 401- 439-6028 yankee tree service yankeetreeservice.com what can they do they do it all tree trimming experts based right in lincoln tree removal since 2006 and also 24 7 emergency service available call yankee tree service today 439-6028 439-6028 whether it's tree removal stump grinding tree pruning emergency service bucket truck at service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down at yankee tree service their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best the treatment plan for your tree and maybe it's an emergency service did something come down call them today 439-6028 439-6028 if they have to they get right up there in the bucket yankee tree service since 2006 tree trimming experts give them a call 439-6028 or online 
at yankeetreeservice.com. It's John DePietro, weekdays, folks, 11 to 2. With me is Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, now we were mentioning restaurants, and uh, this is interesting. Rick Simone has been very active up on Federal Hill coordinating the restaurants there. He got, he's, they basically have formed a coalition now. Yep. And it's a pretty significant number of uh, people that have gotten on board, and this seems to be a big push to try to get. Governor Mundo would allow inside dining for June 1st. Yeah, and this is interesting, especially, John, and you know this, and listeners to, 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 to understand it is, you know, this guy is, is somebody who traditionally you would, Rick Simone would be somebody who you would traditionally think of as, you know, certainly a supporter of the governor's, somebody who, you know, is not uh, not necessarily in it to kind of ruffle feathers all the time. He likes being liked by the government and, uh, and you know, knows that there can be benefits to that. Um, but for him to kind of come out and organize, you know, now I believe it's over 200 restaurants across yes. the state to, you know, come out and say, hey, we need this. We're not going to survive if you don't allow dine-in um, by, by June 1st. Uh, this is this is a significant step of of kind of what we were talking about in the first segment of of, of, of you know the the pushback that the governor is really going to start to see because it's one it you know it's one thing when even if it's a one single prominent business owner it's one thing when it's one business owner or two or you find the hair salon that's really upset that might have to go out of business when you get hundreds of businesses uh the first of all the governor listens you heard her in the press in her press conference this week say hey i understand i hear them and that's why we're going to try to get this done you know i think it does i think it puts a little i think for the first time it really kind of starts to hold the governor's feet to the fire she does not want you know hundreds of restaurants to start to say hey we're closing because of her or you know or put up signs in the restaurant that say you know the, the reason why your steak costs a hundred dollars today is because the governor right? right things like that. And, and so um, th- I think this is the, the most kind of serious uh, effort put forward, you know, yet. And I think it's going to work. I mean, I think the governor, uh, it, it, my, my, my gut is that Rick Simone, the guy who organized this, this ocean state coalition is, uh, is working back channels and, and has gotten some indication that, you know, June will be some sort of will be the time when they start to go to dine in. And so, you know, there's a little bit of a win for, for him and the restaurants where let's say the governor says, you know what, can't do it June 1st, but if we do it June 5th or June 8th, uh, I think everybody will treat that as a win. The governor won't feel like the restaurants attacked her or anything. And so I, I think that's, what's probably happening here, but it, but it is good. I think you're going to see more groups start to do this. You know, and also Dan McGowan, the fact that the 1149 restaurant, it's a beautiful restaurant. I think what's really kind of, and I spoke with a number of restaurant people right after that closing was the fact that, you know, that's in such a prominent spot. You come right off route four and boom, there it is. Warwick East Greenwich line. It's a good landmark. It's a good place for directions. Great place. And I just heard from different restaurants saying, my God, if they're closing, you know, what, right. what, what does it mean for me who I'm like down a street and uh, not as beautiful and redone? And I think the 1149 so far, that's the most high profile place that they're just not reopening. Oh, I completely agree that that, uh, you know, Red Stripe, I, I guess, is not going to reopen, which is a big one, too. But 1149, there's no question. I mean, that's one of those ones that. You know, you start to ask the question of some of the very Providence, prominent, uh, uh, prominent Providence restaurants. You know, will you start to see 
um, uh, closures there as well. But yeah, I, I think it's a, you know, you know if, if nothing uh, more, it, it is a gut punch, right? Because it, it, you're exactly right. I heard from, you know, smaller places that just said, hey, the car's struggling here. I mean, 1149, it might not quite be like a cello's closing, but it is, it, it's symbolic in, in a similar way. Uh, and so that that is the real challenge i mean there's no question even even in my experience going to uh, o'rourke's the other night i mean you know it it was crowded compared to i guess your maybe normal cold night uh let's say in march but this is the middle of may and a place like that a place that that usually does cater to outdoor dining um only being probably half capacity or maybe even less than Mm. that the, the, those are scary signs yeah. and, and you're uh, this feels like it's going to be like this for much of the summer uh and, and so yeah i feel for the restaurant uh owners out there because i think you unfortunately 1149 won't be the last no and dan you even write about that i know the globe does so, you know it's one thing that they're opening for outside dining but where are the where are the diners where are the customers right um yeah i mean the first the first day they didn't i mean the the uh my colleague amanda kind of just went around uh, and, and, and looked at a handful of places and it was noticeable that you didn't quite see the same, uh, you know, the same action, especially since considering many folks are at home, right? It's, it's not like everybody's, you know, at work. And so you're, you're not able to go out to lunch. I mean, people, people can do that right now, unfortunately. And uh, you just didn't see the crowds the same way. Maybe as it gets warmer, it's Memorial Day weekend. So Maybe something changes a little bit there, but I guess we'll, we'll see. Someone from the restaurant industry, they texted me afterwards and said, did the governor talk about the restaurants? And I, I said, actually, you know, not really. No, she didn't. And then they said, well, why not? And I said, well, because the theme was the app. And the Boston Globe, you write about it. Each of these days, a lot of times the governor's briefings do have um, a, kind of a theme to it, whether it be education or small business or whatever it may be. And this time it was on the app. And uh, it is interesting, Dan McGowan, how – in-depth it is. It seems to make sense. I, I thought the governor's presentation of it was pretty well as far as like, this is just model one. It'll probably get better. But that was definitely the big rollout of yesterday. Hey, John, I thought it was interesting. I think you were in the room. I, I actually stayed home and watched the presentation sort of from my from home to, to see how it kind of played on television. And, you know, look, that's a tricky thing because like I said, you and I have gone over this a million times, the governor clearly does like to beyond television for a daily briefing explaining the use of an app though to an an older audience is is not an easy thing i I agree with you i I thought she she you know did a a fine job explaining it i'm not totally convinced that this is going to be you know a a massively successful it's completely opt-in um you know i was asking questions uh, when we got we actually got a, a briefing on it shortly before the press conference and you know there are there are certainly some Uh, as with any app, you know, security questions and not sure that I want them to have to know everywhere that I'm going, even though they they probably do anyway. Um, So so I I think it will probably have limited success. But I think the governor's message this whole way and a lot of these things has been, look, I'm not trying to force everything upon you. But if you do what I say, I think she said this, if you do what I say, we're going to probably have a better summer. I suppose that's as best as she can do. It, it is one of those honest moments where she kind of just looks into the camera and says, I'm not going to, you know, we're not going to be knocking on doors to make sure you've got this app, but 
come on, do me a favor, do me a solid and, and, and sign up for it. Yeah, the typical Rhode Islander, though, um, that's not, and you're right, as people get older, they don't have smartphones, they certainly don't use a lot of apps. That was a, I thought, a rather small audience. I can see where this is leading as far as the colleges, maybe. The college kids, this this is what leads you back to the college campus, is having this type of app, because yeah. then you can trace the outbreaks. But I, as someone that deals with the public every day, I get emailed from people that say, sorry, I haven't emailed you in a while, but the library's closed. And I go there to use yeah. their computer to, to use email. Or people that the only computer they have is at work and they've been, you know, they haven't been at work. So um, I, I'm not sure how much it applies. And it, it is interesting how immediately it then goes into um, people. People are very cautious in Magawa about giving up their their own personal information. And and that also comes into, boy, the Boston Globe had a great story on gun stores and how Rhode Island, it is not our imagination, one of the highest in the country as far as volume of people trying to get a gun license and just the activity per capita involved with gun stores. Yeah, and Amanda Milkovich had this story the other day, and, and it, it, you're, you're right. I mean, it is, uh, it's very interesting that she's, that, that the state has kind of been able to, um, uh, you, you know, has taken it, this track. I mean, we see it a lot. Amanda covers this pretty regularly, you know, whenever there's sometimes natural disasters, you see it a little bit. Um, and in other cases, you know, certainly after nine 11 and things like that, but this is very different. And yet still you start, you see a real pickup on, uh, on the, these gun sales and yeah, Rhode Island stands out, uh, you know, above almost everybody. In fact, in March, Rhode Island was number one in the country. Think of that, my God. And especially even with the th- extra 30 day, you know, limit that the governor put on because the volume was, was so heavy and so strong folks. It's Dan McGowan of the Washington globe coming up. Uh, our final segment, we're gonna, I'm going to ask him about the virtual town hall meeting held by our congressional delegation, but somewhat quiet, a little bit more about the, um, the governor and her press briefings, and also some interesting stories that have been uh, in the Boston Globe regarding the woman that gave birth with twins, a stock price that shot up at, the, at just the hint that they may have a cure, all of that and a lot more on the John DePietro Show. I received the nicest email from one of our listeners saying, John DePietro, thank you for telling us about Winfield Termite and Pest Control. I said, hey, thank them. Folks, you can call them today, Winfield Termite and Pest Control, 401-821-7800, online, winfieldpest.com. Rhode Island's most dependable pest control service, Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Remember, family-friendly pest control professionals that you can trust for your home. Call them today, 821 821- 7800. What can Winfield Termite and Pest Control do? Well, remove ants, termites, mice, cockroaches, any pest from your home, yard, business, or commercial property. For a free estimate or to schedule a home inspection, call Winfield Termite and Pest Control today. The team you can depend on, 821-7800. Now listen, this is going to be a bad tick season, but it won't be or mosquitoes. Not if you call Winfield Termite and Pest Control. They can protect you, your family, from ticks, mosquitoes. Now listen, who knows what potential viruses that could be spread, whether it be from a mosquito. This is not the time that you want to get Lyme disease from a tick. You'll be able to enjoy your property, maybe for yourself, for your family, for your grandchildren, protect your home, your family, and business. And that's what it's about protection. I trust Winfield Termite and Pest Control to protect you, 
your family, your property, your home, and your business. Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Call them today, 821-7800. 821-7800. Winfield Termite Pest Control, Rhode Island's most dependable pest control service. A family-friendly pest control professionals. Folks, you're going to love these guys. You can trust. Call them today, 821-7800, or online at winfieldpest.com. This is Steve at Water Filter Company. You heard John speak about his. Now you can own your own $249 drinking water system for just $199. That's $50 off. This ends May 29th, 2020. Call Water Filter Company. Say John's name. Save 50 bucks, and you get all the safe, clean water you can ever need. I don't have enough time to discuss all the benefits here, but will when you call. Don't let this deal go by. Call Water Filter Company, 294-2400. Save 50 bucks. It all ends May 29th, 2020. Remember, for your business, Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-21. MEG, Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Remember, free estimates. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. FHWA Inspections or Rhode Island State Inspection Station, Trailer Pickup and Delivery, 24-Hour Mobile Service, ABS Repairs, Brakes, Doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110 for Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. He's Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. And Dan, last night, it was an interesting virtual town hall by our congressional delegation. I was just saying that, I don't know, I, I didn't really have much interest. I started to peek at it, but I just, and nothing against the four of them, but I just don't see them as players right now. This really is just kind of the, the you know, the Gina show. Well, I think you're right, John. I think the, the key here is that you're not seeing, uh, you know, in part, the, the Senate's obviously controlled by Republicans. And so even someone like Senator Reid, who gets a lot of credit for, you know, uh, helping to craft the, the some of the stimulus packages is not quite uh, you know he's not in the room every day making things happen and the the flip side you know on the house certainly congressman Cicilline has taken uh, uh, gotten a lot of attention um, but it, it you're right it doesn't quite feel the same I think if it were a town hall with Governor Raimondo on Channel 12 last night I think the ratings would have been through the roof to be honest yeah. with you. Um, but, you know, credits Channel 12 for trying to get some answers. There's certainly, I think, the number one question, I don't know about you, but that I get from, you know, your average Rhode Islander is what's going on with unemployment? Right. How long is this going to be extended? And a lot of that does depend on what the congressional or what Congress does. And so I suppose that these four can give us, uh, you know, uh, at least some sort of front seat view of it. But you're right. I mean, if, if this were Governor Raimondo, uh, uh, our long conference uh, town hall, I think uh, people would have been really interested in that. Were you surprised that Mayor Lorza basically was silent during the controversy over the weekend with the kids from Providence College I was I was I was really surprised because it fits right into uh, Mayor Lorz's kind of uh, natural constituency and uh, his sort of inclination to um, you know want to kind of show authority I I thought for sure they were going to you would see us you know I thought I was going to get a call on Saturday saying hey the mayor's gonna you know march down Eaton Street and 
uh, uh, close everything down or, or, you know, shut these parties down. Uh, it was it was noticeable. I mean, he, he kind of had his police department handle it, but um, he's still been pretty radio silent um, about it compared to, by, by the way, the city council members where I feel like I get five different ones sending me press releases, you know, sure. that are outraged about this. And so, yeah, it was, it was noticeable that he kind of uh, took a back seat uh, very much. I think he wanted to leave it in the hands of the police department, Commissioner Perry. Um, but yeah, I, I again, I thought for sure he would be uh, right in the mix on this, especially just to kind of get a little more attention because he's been kind of in the background for a while now. He has been. Dan McGowan, what's his focus right now? Why is that that Mayor Lorza seemingly, uh, I'd say the last week or so, he's really, since the, uh, a little bit of, he got some pushback on his uh, business of saying you should shame people not wearing a mask. He's gone somewhat quiet. Yeah, I think he was, um, honestly, I think for the first time in his political career, um, he thought he was doing the right thing by mentioning the the, the shaming because in his eyes he was thinking if i uh, if i see my neighbor and i tell them uh you know hey you got to put your mask on that's good you know reinforcement but of course it it carried everywhere it was all over cnn and i think yeah. USA today ran a story i remember somebody in the mayor's office said to me oh god we're on usa today and that was kind of a, for me, in, in a, a, you know, an eyes wide open moment of I think the mayor realized he stepped in it and couldn't mm. quite back out of it because it's not like you can just, you know, what are you going to do? Issue a press release. You're still not going to the, the, the national media is not going to pay attention to the day, you know, the, the, the new press statement from Mayor Lorza. So he said it. He didn't immediately back down from it. Um, and then it, it kind of caught on like wildfire. So I think, you know, I hate to say he's gone into hiding. I think he wanted to take a step back to kind of think about, all right, what's the governor doing with, with reopening? How can we be supportive? Um, but he, he certainly is, it, it is noticeable that he hasn't called a press conference. He hasn't really put anything out um, really since that whole debacle. What's going to happen with the Providence teachers contract that's up in August? Great question, John. It's something I'm poking around on right now, actually, because uh, the, the the school department and the state really, you know, has uh, started to kind of give their initial thoughts on what the budget could look like. And the question I had, I, I was sitting with a or on the phone with a uh, person in the, the school department's office, the finance office this week. And I said, hey, what's going on with the contract? And, you know, do any of these proposals where you're, you know, saying you're facing a big deficit, does it include raises for teachers, which was pretty common, we thought for a little while, we thought that would happen. Um, And the answer is, we don't know yet. And it's very surprising to hear kind of a we don't know when we're only, I don't know, a couple of, a month and a half from the new fiscal year. Hmm. Boy, think how the dynamic, I don't think they've figured out how to make demands with the, the distance learning. This has completely turned them upside down. When we last left, it's like a, a story. You had, you know, Randy Weingarten and then the education uh, and Fonte Green sharing with you the tweets yeah. and Calabro getting ready down for battle to negotiate. And then, boom, suddenly this happens. And I'm not sure if they have a figure. Never mind. God, the city is in much different situation than it was. Uh, just a few months ago, damn it, God. Well, Providence is not like brimming with cash. No, it, that's exactly right. And and think about this. I mean, the the way this whole state 
takeover of the school system works is uh, the state, you know, every year kicks in more money for education across, you know, to, to every district, right? That's part of the education funding formula. So in, in Providence's case this year, they're banking on, I believe, eight or nine million dollars extra from the state. But the key to that is every amount, every percentage amount that the state increases funding the city of Providence is also required to kick in money. And right now you've got a situation where, boy, you've got hundreds of millions of dollars of of a hole on the state level. Let's just pretend everything reverts back to this, the current fiscal year. Let's just pretend there are no increases, but there are no cuts. If that happens, then the city of Providence isn't required to kick in more money. And so you've got a situation where you've got all this, you know, you've got a teacher's contract, you've got all these goals to try to really improve Providence education, but you're going to be doing it with what will feel like a cut because there won't be this new money coming in. It's a really tricky time for that, for that takeover. I don't envy the commissioner right now. No. And you also, you just think of, uh, you know, there's such an emphasis on the, the old buildings and deteriorating and, you know, mold and the cheer is broken. And suddenly the kids, it's distance learning. So that part of the argument goes out. Right. Dean McGowan, other states, the General Assemblies are meeting. How come not Rhode Island? Yeah, another, it's a really good question. We know uh, today, and I believe tomorrow, the, the House and the Senate are going to have finance committee meetings to kind of take up the budget. Um, but you're right, you're starting to see other uh, places. Not everyone. Connecticut, I believe, kind of canceled for the year. Um, and so I, I think... Uh, I, I think you're going to continue to see more pressure on Rhode Island to get this done uh, and to, to start to come back. What's very clear is these guys, remember, they all have an election this year, too. And so I, I think what what they want to do, the General Assembly, I think they want to get this budget figured out however best they can. Uh, and they don't want to take up any other bills. I don't think they want to have long debates about, you know, policy or, or anything like that. I think they just want to get the budget done, call it a summer and start to figure out how they get reelected. And that sounds callous, but I, I really think that is part of their calculation. Yeah. I've heard Speaker Mattiello. He uh, he's in no hurry to get back to the state house, be more than content if they didn't get back till January. He, um, he may end up dodging a bullet against Barbara Ann Fenton. Dan McGowan folks, each day I start my day with an uh, email with roadmap with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. The question is, Dave McGowan, how can someone listening get that same email? That's right. Any, uh, every single day this comes out, uh, first thing in the morning before 8 a.m., if you just send me a blank email, it's super simple, rinews at globe.com, rinews at globe.com. If you send a blank one, I'll know exactly what it is. You'll, you'll uh, get added to our email list tomorrow, and you'll start getting it first thing tomorrow morning. It's called Roadmap. It's going to have original reporting in it. It's going to have all the great stories the Globe is doing on the coronavirus and more. And then a roundup of here's when here's when the governor's press conference is today. Here's what John DePietro is doing, potentially. Uh, and so, like I said, rinews at globe.com. You'll start getting it first thing tomorrow. Folks, he's Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, great job. And I will see you at the Looking vets. forward to it. See you, John. <laughs> it's John DePietro. Listen, folks, this is a unique situation. But instead of wasting the time by just watching television or old episodes of old movies. Instead, clean up your home, clean up your attic, clean up your basement and your garage. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. Call them for a free estimate. They will deliver a dumpster right to your home. 
do some spring cleaning use this time to finally clean that out that old junk from your basement from your attic from your garage do some spring cleaning use this unique time call brothers disposal today 401-688-0517 they'll come to your home they will drop off a dumpster you load it up tell them whenever it is maybe it stays for a week maybe it stays for a weekend maybe it stays for one day call brothers disposal today free estimate 401-688-0517 stop watching netflix do something productive finally clean up your home clean out that garage or the attic or the basement call brothers disposal today 401-688-0517 free estimate 401 401- 688-0517 it's brother's disposal and let's get a dumpster in the driveway hi this is steve at water filter company you heard john speak about his now you can own your own 249 drinking water system for just 199 that's 50 dollars off this ends may 29th 2020 call water filter company say john's name save 50 bucks and you get all the safe clean water you can ever need i don't have enough time to discuss all the benefits here but will when you call don't let the steel go by. Call Water Filter Company, 294-2400. Save 50 bucks. It all ends May 29th, 2020. Well, it's John DePietro. This portion of the program is brought to you by Johnson Propane. Now listen, you want to be prepared for what's going ahead. Now is the time to stock up on propane. Stop in. Phil never runs out. That's right. Phil Johnson never runs out, easy to get to, located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. And it's right in front of Stop and Shop, right over near Rhode Island College. They are open seven days a week. Propane tank and supplies, they fill Blue Rhino, and they will fill up all your propane tanks. Credit cards, debit cards are accepted. You can call Phil Johnson at 401 621 8129 401-621-8129 johnson propane 904 manton avenue in providence call phil 401-621-8129 now is the time to stock up it's drive in no wait propane filling station they'll fill up your tank now is the time you want to make sure you don't know what's going to happen and if, in fact, you get locked down or you have to be out, then you want to make sure you have propane. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. I, I'm i stopping by to have Phil fill up. I have two tanks. I'm going to have them both filled up. 401-621-8129. Stop in and see him. He's just terrific. And, again, right 904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right near Rhode Island College, and right in front of Stop and Shop. It's John DePietro, and there's nothing more important than cleaning your home, your business, a school, any type of building. You need Soul Source Restoration, a Rhode Island-based company, and it's Soul, S-O-L-E, like the sole of your shoe, Soul Source Restoration. Call them today at 
2700. Coronavirus Cleaning and Disinfection Service, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. You know, Soul Source Restoration, folks, they are one of the few companies in the entire country have the type of equipment experience that you need. As far as residential, is there anything more important than making sure your home is absolutely clean from viruses for your family, for your friends, for yourself? Soul Source Restoration. Same for your business. They have the expertise, the type of equipment that you need to get through this crisis. We spoke with Mike CP of Soul Source Restoration, and I asked him about just that very thing, the microthermal fogging and electrostatic spraying equipment that makes Soul Source Restoration different than every other company. We're a full-service restoration company, as you know, John. We've been in it about 15 years now, and with this coronavirus that has changed our world for the time being, we found a unique way to provide a true 99.9% disinfectant service. Mike, Soul Source Restoration, and again, folks, it's S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration. What is? What would you say? What is the goal? What is the goal of the company? Our main goal is to utilize our services to keep essential and non-essential businesses safe, protecting both employees and customers. And with sole source restoration, what is the difference equipment that you use that probably is different than any other company, certainly in Rhode Island right now, but the way I understand it, I've heard you're one of only six companies in the entire country that have the type of equipment that you have. We utilize CDC-approved hospital-grade disinfectant enhanced with sporicide and viricide that we atomize by means of microthermal foggers. These microthermal foggers break down the disinfectant to 3 to 5 micron, which is basically a fancy word for micromillimeter. This allows the disinfectant to saturate air particles and cover all surface material, giving you a true 99.9% kill of all pathogens. You know, Mike, right now someone is listening saying, John DiPietro, this does sound fine. Mike Seepy, Soul Service Restoration, it sounds fine. But I already have a janitorial or cleaning company, and, and they tell me that, that they think they can get rid of the coronavirus. These old methods leave a lot of room for human error, utilizing older equipment that doesn't break down the disinfectant in a way that's going to kill the coronavirus. Mike, with sole source restoration, now you have the country is in pandemic. Everyone is freaked. We are seeing death about the coronavirus. What right now is the biggest challenge for a company like yours that has the capability for a coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service? Our biggest challenge, John, is educating the public that what we're doing is very different from janitorial and normal restoration companies whose conventional methods of cleaning mainly comprise of mops, buckets, spray bottles, and kettle pot foggers. Don't take any chances. Call Soul Source Restoration today. Coronavirus Cleaning and Disinfection Service for Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Call them at 401-712-2700. 401-712-2700. They have the equipment that you need. They will fully clean your home, your property, your office, your school, whether it's any type of business. You heard CDC approved environmentally and pet friendly they have the protective equipment they have the type of equipment that you need don't take any chances a rhode island based company and they're in a league of their own with the type of resources they have to fully disinfect your property from the coronavirus sole source restoration call them today 
home or business 401-712-2700 it's sole source restoration coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service for rhode island massachusetts and connecticut again look for them online soulsourcerestoration.com this portion of the john DePietro show is brought to you by mega mega professionals call them today 508 508- 336-7801. 508-336-7801. Now, what exactly do they do, MEGA professionals? They are here to help you run your business by finding you workers. And maybe you need workers. Maybe you need drivers, workers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, uh, local aka sleep-at-home drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled workers, labor, healthcare professionals, office professionals. You need workers. You need MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals. You're trying to run your business. Listen, it's a hassle trying to hire people, go through all the resumes, set up the interviews. Instead, it's one phone call to help you with your company. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801, for MEGA professionals. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA, Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies, you can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today, MEGA Logistics, 401 401- 431-2300. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. Non-stop coverage. Pandemic. Worldwide. The coronavirus. Hits Rhode Island. Massachusetts. Connecticut. Go to the website. DePietro.com. D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. You can listen live at the website. If you ever miss any coverage, 
at the website at the top, click on radio show. You can listen. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's John DePietro Show. And as always, you can email me, john at dipietro.com. Much more ahead. Pandemic coverage on the John DePietro Show. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006. And also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today, 439 439- 6028 439 6028 whether it's tree removal stump grinding tree pruning emergency service bucket truck service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down at Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439-6028, 439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service, since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call, 439-6028, or online at yankeetreeservice.com. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Call today, your best lawn ever guaranteed, 401-392-1025, 401-392-1025, or online, they have a great website, lawndoctor.com. What do they do? Well, outdoor pest control, annual program, lawn care service. They make great lawns happen. Lawn Doctor Rhode Island, your lawn care company. Love your lawn. Best lawn guaranteed. Call them today, 401-392-1025. Free uh, consultation and estimate, 401-392-1025. Lawn Doctor. And now is the time because you can get the early spring, the crabgrass control, time-release fertilizer, professional blend of high-calcium line. Lawn Doctor. Go online. Check them out. It's LawnDoctor.com or call them today, 401 392 1025. Lawn Doctor.